welcome to the Undercover Angel Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for tuning in to the Undercover Angel Podcast. Just going to jump right into it. So we're moving right along through the manuscript, through the book. I'm still reading it as a manuscript, but by now it's a book, if you know what I'm saying. So we talked about hope, and we gave the little intro, and then I did a little talk on hope, and the paradox of hope, that which makes hope, hope in the first place. Hope happens when you've given up hope. Hope hope, and hope happens when there is no hope. Hope happens when there is no hope. And now we're moving into heroin. So this book deals in great part with heroin. Heroin was the thing that ultimately, the substance, the entity you might even call it, that ultimately got me to good old HP, who I refer to as God, higher power, who I choose to call God. But heroin is gnarly. It is no joke. And where it has gone now, it has devolved or evolved, whichever way you want to look at it. But the fentanyl use currently in America, and I'm assuming other places in the world, is completely out of control. I used to live, I live currently in Encinitas, California, but I used to live in a town called Oceanside, which is about 10 miles to the north of here. And the fentanyl, the fentanyl zombies are everywhere. They are wandering the streets. They are wandering aimlessly up and down Oceanside Boulevard. They are living in tent cities. They are smoking fentanyl off of pieces of tinfoil in broad daylight in drainage ditches. I have seen them. Sometimes I pull up to them or pull up to one of them on my electric skateboard and have a little chat and maybe offer to buy them some food from CVS, and they never want too much. They never want more than Slim Jims or bottles of, like, Dr. Pepper. It's like Dr. Pepper and Slim Jim and chips. And sometimes I'll be like, I think you should get some, I think you should have at least some, at least have some trail mix. And I said that to one of them one time, and he was like, I really appreciate that you care about my health. <laughs> I was like, well, I do care about your health. And I don't try to preach to them. I don't look to carry a message. I don't try to bring them to Jesus. I don't try to drag them to a recovery gathering, none of that. My point in sharing all of this is that the drug problem in America is completely and totally out of control, and that which started as heroin has now evolved into or devolved into widespread fentanyl use. It's everywhere. There is a lot of people will say that there's no coming back from that, and it's not likely that one will come back from that, but it's entirely possible. Back to hope. There is hope. Hope happens when you come to believe, perhaps, that a power greater than yourself can restore you to sanity. And all that really is required of a person is a big, powerful decision. All that is required of someone to come back from that hopeless state of mind and body is exercising the power of choice in a very, very, very powerful way. So I am living proof that anything is possible. And the thing about heroin and about opiates in general is that they are, they are very... 
how to describe the feeling. The feeling, it's, I, I discuss it later in the book, that the feeling, it's really just kind of this feeling of being all right. It's just like this extreme version of what it means to be all right. You're just kind of like, all right. And it's very, another word that I use to describe it is celestial. It's almost like this is how heaven feels. But heaven quickly descends into hell. So I'm just going to go ahead and read this little intro chapter or this little intro blurb that I jotted down just sort of in a stream of conscious sort of a way several years ago. Heroin. Heroin is hell, but it doesn't end there because heroin is beauty and heroin is love. Heroin is your first kiss and heroin is death. Heroin is truth, lies, pity, and God in unattended 12-step meetings. It is perfect and serves a purposelessness like no other by making good people go insane and do despicable things their mothers taught them not to. It defines deals with the devil and makes feelings go away to other places to be squashed down into compartments and hidden in dark, abandoned palaces that only God has the key for. I still love heroin for all that it is, because I am here, because it was destiny, and because there's a story with a living ending that has made me a man. I want to call it her, quote, like it is the sea, a vessel, or a country worthy of recognition. But despite all of its influence, it is still not worthy of anything proper. Dope remains filthy in its essence and covers the dirt that all junkies have filling up their insides, making them bearable in otherwise despicable lives of ruin. And I think that about sums it up. It's just this beautiful, disgusting, heavenly hellish substance. It's like I said, it's almost an entity unto itself. It's almost its own thing. It is a phenomenon unto itself. Heroin is no joke. Don't ever do it. The, the, the thing is that, you know, back in the day, in the 70s, 80s, maybe even in the 90s, it was much more taboo. And then when opiates um, made their real mark with the widespread, widespread prescribing of OxyContin along with so many other of those happy pills. It made the ob obtaining of this substance a lot. I don't want to say it didn't make it any last taboo because it's still pretty taboo. It's very taboo to be smoking fentanyl in broad daylight in you know, sunny California, but it, and I don't want to go so far as to say that the pharmaceutical industry led to the sort of the normalization of opiates so much as it led to the availability of them. So I don't want to say that it's like not taboo. It's still pretty taboo to be a junkie, right? Which is a good thing you could argue, but the availability of this heavenly feeling led to my deterioration and is leading to the, to the deterioration of probably hundreds of thousands of people currently in the streets of America and all over the world. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.